Does anybody else ever like have a random twitch in your face from stress? Just me? Oh, good. Good. It's not just me. Every once in a while, my eye will start to twitch uh, for no apparent reason that I know, and I have to just kind of like take a couple breaths, and then later I have to sit down and think about what it is that is stressing me out. Now normally, if I'm so stressed that my eye is twitching um, and I'm waking up at 3 a.m. and not being able to go back to sleep until my alarm goes off, I realize when I pay attention that I am being motivated by things that are not life-giving to me. Things like success, pleasing other people, fear, control, greed, avoidance, fill in the blank with whatever it is that makes your eyes twitch and keeps you up at night. None of these motivating forces, even if the actions they create are positive, are life-giving for me. And I can accomplish 10 wonderful things before breakfast, but if my eye is twitching and I cannot hear the bird song and the trees outside my window and I don't get a sense my daughter needs a hug, or I don't realize that the sky is beautiful. Was it worth it? I think the question of what motivates us is at the heart of our Lenten journeys. We know from our Isaiah text and our Gospel text that we just heard that repentance and closeness to God's heart are not simply about fasts. They are not Fasts are not these magical things that in and of themselves are virtuous. We fast for all kinds of reasons. We can fast for our Lenten fasts from chocolate so that we can lose a few pounds, right? We can fast from the news so that we don't have to have a sense of existential dread every day. We can fast from eating out and save a bunch of money. And none of these fasts are wrong or bad. And if those are your Lenten fasts, I bless you on your journey to motivations behind them that will guide us in this Lenten journey and in our lives. Lent is a rare opportunity in our fast-paced, distracted existence to pay attention to what is making our eyes twitch or our mouths smile, or our hearts angry, or our lives so busy that we don't pay attention. Lent is a call back to the heart of God. Paul's letter that Matthew read this evening is a beautiful description of what it means to be embraced in God's heart. It is to be reconciled, to share, to embrace, to be at peace, to be in concert with, to be in community with and for God and others. It is action that makes a difference in ourselves and those around us. It is not simply a fast, not disfiguring our faces because we really want chocolate. It's a way of living that makes a difference wherever our feet step. And what could be more provoking of an invitation to this reconciliation with God's heart than to be reminded, literally right between the eyes, 
of our own mortality. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. I would just like to take a moment to say that being mortal is the absolute worst. Right? It's awful. If you have ever lost someone you could not bear to lose, you get this. It's the worst. As mortals, our whole life, we are simultaneously living and dying. Experiencing beauty while getting one day closer to death. Falling in love with people who we'll have to say goodbye one one day to over a patch of upturned dirt and a gray sky. Raising these tiny humans and delighting in their every word, every new skill, holding onto their bikes as they learn to ride without training wheels, only to have to break their hearts one day as we leave them, having no control over when or how that is. Mortality is terrible. It's heartbreaking. And it's inevitable. And tonight, Ash Wednesday, It's not about trying to find a way to spin mortality into something palatable. It's not about figuring out the perfect fast that will help us not be afraid and lose inches around our waists while providing us with spiritual enlightenment. It's not about filling out our Lenten passports with all the appropriate stamps so that we can celebrate Easter with a clear conscience. Tonight is about recognizing what motivates us, being honest with ourselves, repenting, and returning to the heart of God. It is choosing love over fear. It is choosing to live even though we are simultaneously dying. It's about having the courage and faith to embrace what it is to step forward in God's love so that our lives and our fasts resemble Christ. Father Richard Rohr says that only love can be trusted with big truth. And what is big truth if not our mortality and our fragile, fleeting lives? Only love can be trusted with these precious, confounding gifts. Tonight, as you are reminded of the terrible inevitability of your own demise, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, may you have the courage to pay attention to what motivates you and to let go into the only thing you can truly count on in this life and beyond the grave, the unflinching, all-powerful love of God. May it accompany you on your Lenten journey and always. Amen. Let's stand and